Hello and welcome to Tea for Two Dominants. I'm Miss Sugar Spice. And I'm Exacting One. We encourage you to make yourself a cup of tea, relax and listen to a very kinky conversation. So tonight we are talking about a set of subjects that I think to most people might sound a bit contradictory or they, well, let's just get into it. So we want to talk about cheating versus cuckolding versus swinging versus polyamory. So I know that in Victorian times and, and you know, the beginning of the last century, cuckolding uh, specifically referred to a husband being cheated on by his wife. So that has changed, at least in our lifestyle, mm. to a particular fetish where um, one or both of the partners want to see particularly the female partner with another person. Mm. While being, so, so in the true sense of cuckolding, while being denied of their own sexual pleasure. Yes. So, yeah. And that may or may not include voyeurism. Mm. Well, it definitely includes voyeurism. Not always. Mm. Some, some cucks do not want to see. They want to hear about it later. Yeah, they want to know about it. They want to hear about it. They want to know every detail. So but they don't so necessarily want to watch it. Yeah, so that that is a form of, of voyeurism in itself. That that you know, after the fact, getting to hear all you know, detail by detail, what happened, how many times she came, you know, how big his cock was, um, all that type of delicious information that gets delivered to the cockhold upon her return. And, and then, we're assuming here that it's a her because we're speaking from a dominance perspective having a cock holded submissive but also within the lifestyle in my experience it is almost always a male that is being cock holded mm, mm. so um but then the, it, that also brings in humiliation to some level yeah to some level um my submissive and i have talked about cock holding quite um quite a lot and for us it wouldn't involve humiliation it would be a form of me getting pleasure while he's in a chastity cage mm-hmm. with an, with another person. So there's there's nothing humiliating about the, the conversation that we're currently having. But I know for some there there is definitely that you know that frame of mind that you know their cock is useless that they, they can't you know service their their man or mistress the same way as as somebody else would be so for instance a bull or a, you know just a random mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. used for the intent and purpose of 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 cuckolding so um a lot of the males that i have talked to submissive males that i have talked to have said that um, they want it to be a humiliating thing where I would say to them, you know, you you just don't have what it takes. I have to get it from somewhere else. Mm. Um, and, and, oh, look at him. He's so much better endowed than you are and, and mm. that kind of thing, mm. which uh, doesn't really fit, you know, what what I want. Yeah. You yeah. know, I don't. Uh, okay. Now, see, this is where it gets interesting. If you had asked me a year ago if I would do something like that or if I would be into poly, well, say say two years ago, um, I would have told you absolutely 100% no chance. Mm. But 
a year and a half ago, I actually found myself、mm. in a poly relationship,、mm. and a lot of times having two of my submissives in in bed with me, with one you know participating and the other watching or participating to a lesser degree.、Mm. So yeah, it's an interesting where life takes you. Mm, it is. It is. And look, I do. I do get it. That like I, I've I've spoken to quite a lot of cuckolds. I, I seem to get a lot of emails from people who want to be、um, held, and their fantasies are to actually either watch it, like to be and to be to be degraded by both parties while it's happening, and、um, the other fantasy is that. You know,、um, you go out, you you have a good time, you come back, and then they're required to clean you with their tongue,、mm-hmm. which yeah, sounds quite good. I think,、uh, I think that sounds、yep. quite good.、Um, yeah, so I think there's different levels of of cuckolding, but I do believe that you know it is predominantly men that want to be held in that position.、Mm-hmm. I haven't actually come across any women that want to be held in that position, although. The majority of women that I speak to, and I think you and I are both in this dynamic, is that we actually like the thought of watching our partners ha- taking pleasure with somebody else. I would enjoy watching my partner with another man.、Mm. I wouldn't allow my partner to be with another woman. Mm. Mm. And that's just that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because why not? He has、mm. to be monogamous. I do not. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, this is true. This is true, and every dynamic's different. But um, you know, that sort of um, and, and you know, it even goes back to like even just watching your partner flirt with somebody else. You know, that can be very arousing. It's something that a lot of couples participate in and and want to do. And and particularly, you know, when we when we talk then about swinging, you know, a lot of a lot of people who go, a lot of couples who go into um the swinging lifestyle or, or swinging events. Or they just want to try it. It's it's the the、um, the flirting and the finding interest in a new person that is most desirable to the other partner. They want to see their partner being enjoyed, being appreciated, and you know being desired.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.、Um, you know, but I suppose if we go back, because we actually didn't very much talk about cheating. Is that that cheating is you know when either party is not aware that the other person is having a sexual relationship with somebody or even an emotional relationship with somebody, I would consider cheating. So, and and the reason that I really liked this group of topics was because each of these topics involve one or both members being intimate with a third and and maybe a fourth. Party or a fifth or a sixth. That's right, and、yeah. um, the difference is that each one of these depend on your dynamic.、Mm-hmm. So cuckolding isn't necessarily cheating if that's the dynamic you have. Where well, actually, it needs to be the dynamic. You need to have、mm. discussed that for it to be cuckolding、mm. within the lifestyle sense. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's important. Cuckolding within the lifestyle. Is a discussion and a consent for that to happen. Cuckolding, in its traditional terms, was cheating. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And and two,、um, within cuckolding, a lot of times both partners have to agree in advance on who the third party will be,、mm. or where it will happen, or 
you know, the steps mm-hmm. that will be taken to protect each other. That's right. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, let me reiterate, you are responsible for your own safety. Mm. And we are not advocating that you go out running around having sex with whomever, whenever, um, unless that is the dynamic you have. Mm. And unless you are being safe about it. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Barebacking in this day and age, if you're not in a committed monogamous or, or a committed relationship where you know that all of your your partners are safe and have, mm. have been tested is a bad idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so cheating is, is something that, like, is really sort of, I mean, it's a relationship destroying. It's also, you know, soul destroying for the person that has been cheated on. It's, um, you know, it's a really damaging act that one person can do to another. Cuckolding is is not in the traditional sense of the word anymore uh, a wife that is cheating on her husband. Mm-hmm. It is a dynamic that is agreed upon and then acted upon in play scenes or, you know, whatever the fantasy is, whatever the situation is for those people, then they enact that. Then we go to swinging, which is a mutual decision. Mm-hmm. Because they love fucking and they love sex, a mutual decision to go to swingers events or swingers parties and to share their partners with other people or to be able to choose to have a sexual encounter with another person. Mm -hmm. So, and that's different to poly which is actually to have an invested relationship with another person. Well, with several other people. Or several, yeah. yeah. But it, it might be that one one partner is poly and goes and has a relationship with, the, with, with other persons and the other one is at home and chooses not to be. Like, you know, I know some people in that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, so I, I think, you know, that's, that's the sort of the nuts and bolts of it. Right. And now we're going to talk about the, the kinky side of it. Uh, well, and and boy, can we. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess for me, I just, I never would have anticipated seeing myself in a poly relationship, but I found myself with, with two submissive partners who got along well, who both enjoyed serving in very similar ways. And it just, it just over time evolved into that. And it, and I was actually quite happy with that situation, and it ended up d- dissolving for um, for other reasons, unrelated reasons. But yeah, I guess if, if the right relationship came along, or the right you know group of relationships came along, I, I would do that again. Mm, mm. And and similarly, um, my submissive and I were in a poly triad with um, two tops and a bottom, and you know, for, it it was a a quite a long-term relationship. And and again, it it dissolved for reasons other than the poly didn't work. The poly worked okay. And it was quite intriguing to have two tops and a bottom. Mm -hmm. I think like from, from learning and from reflection though, I would then prefer to go one top, two bottoms, because I really like to be in control and I don't like to be challenged about that. Mm, and, yeah. um, you know, it was quite challenging managing two tops and our opinions about things. Yeah, so I, I think that, you know, that's something that I would look at and that's something that I'm actually investigating at the moment and, you know, having conversations with various submissives 
um, about about a, a, a polytriad, um, but it wouldn't necessarily mean that my submissive was sexually active with this person. See, and I, I really enjoy um, watching two males together. I enjoy directing two males. I, everything about it is, mm. is enjoyable to me. Mm. Um, mm. So Enjoyable to me too. Yeah, I... Mm. I quite happily will do that. Mm. Um, the only rule I have is that if one of the partners is not at least by curious, mm. I will not force it. And I know that a lot of femdoms will, mm. but mm. for me, I feel like when you force someone's sexuality, you are making a decision that can have some really long-term psychological effects mm, mm. Uh, that may not be felt for years. Absolutely. And that's just not something I'm really interested in in doing. Well, it's um, like it's breaking your toys, isn't it? It, it feels like yeah. that a bit yeah. to me. Um, yeah. And again, I know that a lot of femdoms do it, and a lot of submissives come to me and go, oh, I, I really desperately want to... Um, to do this like forced feminization forced feminization but mm. also you know being with another man yeah and that's cool but unless you say to me specifically i want to try this mm. i'm just not going to force it mm. Mm. now will i tease you with it a little bit of course because mm-hmm. I would love it if you did come to me and say, I want to do it. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I'm not ever going to put you in a situation where you will do this. Yeah. It's, it's got to be you coming to me and saying, please, may I? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And look, you know, I think I think also, you know, I'll just, well, I'm just going to say it. There's always a, there's always a safe word. Mm-hmm. So if, Absolutely. If, if you're being forced to do something you know, I know there's a lot of fantasy around forced feminization, forced service, forced by, and and you know sometimes it's the the act of getting to that that is is the huge turn on. So like dressing them up, putting panties on them, it, it's that act that is the the turn on. But then actually forcing them to to do a bisexual act could be you know way over their limits but but you know there is a safe word there is always a safe word yes yeah and i think that's really important to remember that you can always call red oh this is way out of my league or or you know what this is not something that i actually i thought i'd like it and i didn't like it because we've all done those things thought i'd like it didn't Mm, not many for me yeah there's not many things i don't like no, there's really not. <laughs> there's a few things. There's a few things. Um, but, I, but see, I see those things as learning experiences. Mm. You know, when when something, uh, you know, you try it and you go, hmm, that wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. Well, I read somewhere that you have to try something three times before you can discredit it as you're not into it. Well, reasonable, because I find that when I make minor adjustments, a lot of times I do go, oh, that was much better than last time. Mm, mm, I agree. So the difference, and and this is just me, and I know right now there are going to be a whole lot of people who are going to disagree with me. Mm. But for me, swinging doesn't really fall as much into the lifestyle as the others do. Mm. I feel like you see a lot of vanilla people in the swingers scene. I agree. 
Um, it, but a lot of sex positive people. Yeah. A lot of people who are, are prepared to try something a little bit different. I know, look, swinging's become actually quite standardised in relationship now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's much more accepted now and it's, you know, couples are a lot more open to swinging. But swinging's been around for, like, a hundred years. Oh, forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I was quite late to the swinging party. <laughs> I've never been, so. <gasps> oh, my gosh, we have to fix that. Well, Okay, but I'm probably just going to watch. Well, that's okay. That's all right. I'm more in touch with my voyeuristic side than my swinging side. I have to admit, I have to admit, like when I, when I first, when I went to my first swinging event, I was petrified, like absolutely petrified. I was like, what the hell is going to happen? And it was actually very pleasurable, but also very pleasant. People were friendly and they wanted to have a conversation and when I got more into the lifestyle, though, I realized that, you know, swinging is about fucking mm. and BDSM is about connection. Yes. And fucking, but connection. And I want the connection part. That the power exchange is what does it for me. Mm. And mm. In, in swinging, I don't see that. And, and that's not to say that it's not there for some people, but I just... Don't the swingers that I have known? I did not see that in them. Mm. We've been, we, you know, we've been to quite a few swingers events at a at a local club, and they are a cross between swingers fetish nights. So you know, we go in our fetish gear, and I walk around upstairs with my high heels on, and they all say, "You can't wear shoes upstairs," and I'm like, "Make me take them off." well that's funny you mention that because the way that i see myself Mm. ever going to this would be dressed like you know the queen of hearts wearing my tiara Mm. my full length skirt with the train and the flouncy and you know Mm, mm. um and you know it's hard to get up in there uh, oh no you can hide someone under there midgets would be good I did it in Splinter. I'm doing it there too. <laughs> um, and I just, I see myself, you know, maybe with a little scepter and sitting in a throne chair and going, you perform. <laughs> mm, I have to admit, like I, I, I did a flogging at a, at a swingers event and my partner did a rope, a rope demonstration. And like they all wanted to have a go. They all wanted to have a go. And they, got, they get really excited about it, but then they go off and fuck someone. And it was like, you know, we, we were there for the fetish side of things, not for the swinging side of things. Although I did enjoy, like, when I when I went to um, swingers events and was able to sort of, you know, choose your own adventure for the night. That was pretty exciting. Um, nothing is more exciting, though, as a dominant woman going to a swinging event with your partner in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> that is hot because they do... You know, even even the vanillas do dress up a bit fetishy. So they put their Catwoman suits on, which would drive him a bit crazy. Or they, you know, they might wear their shiny stockings or, you know, just a little bit of, of, of kink clothing, enough so that they can still, you know, walk around half naked and, you know, do whatever they want whenever they want. A little come hither. Yeah, but it, it, there is nothing better than than knowing that this really classy looking looking girl in shiny clothing just walked past and he's got a cage on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little bit evil, but I, I do like that. I don't blame you. Mm. Now, see, I also see myself, you know, as I'm dressed as Queen of Parts, with a couple of submissives in tow, you know, and treating them like my trained 
Well, they are my trained pets. <laughs> <laughs> More like my pain, my trained puppies. <laughs> mm, mm. Um, no, not furries. Just, just you know, my pets. Yeah, yeah, we talked about furries last week. We all know how you feel about them. Oh, look, I love furries. They're just not for me. That's right. Um, I've met some fantastic furries. So, Polly. Mm, Polly. Polly. Now, again, I, I've already said I found myself there. Um, but I've actually known uh, a couple of others where they have several people mm. involved mm. you know like five or six people involved mm, absolutely and they have been long-standing relationships as far as i know they've been together for four or five years mm. and i think it's really important to say that like pure polyamorists do not it, it's not the opportunity to just go i mean it could be but it's it's predominantly not the opportunity to just go out and fuck somebody else it's actually integral to their their relationship that the other people they either have a a long-standing relationship with because i mean it's all about loving multiple people it's not about necessarily Mm -hmm. having sex with multiple people although i know that that's how modern day society looks at it oh you're poly oh you just want to fuck a whole lot of people well yeah because like sex is really good fun but most poly units that I know, they actually have long-term relationships with others. Well, and I've actually observed one um, where one of the partners was asexual. Mm. So they were very emotionally intimate with their primary partner, but they recognized that their primary partner had needs that they were not meeting. Mm. Mm. And so they they suggested, allowed agreed with however Mm. you want to say it this other partner coming in and meeting the needs that they weren't meeting and Mm. they had a sort of a sister wives kind of thing vibe going but but they appear to all intents and purposes to be quite happy with that Mm. Mm. and i think there are some really successful relationships that are based around poly and then i think you know, there are some people that abuse the term mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and you know, we, I'm going to sort of go all the way back to the cheaters because some people say I'm polyamorous and I'm allowed to go out with anyone I want and I'm allowed to have relationships with anyone I want. But then when they're, when they're sort of put on the spot about, well, you know, I need to discuss this with your with your partner or your wife or your significant other, then they go, oh, 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 no, no, they know about it, but you don't have to do that. And, like, that's that's an area of poly that I don't cross into. Well, it's like that, that email that I got recently where he's saying, oh, um, my wife wants me to find a, a long-term partner or mistress, and she's willing to talk to you on the phone, but she's not going to meet you. Mm. Well, okay, then how do I know that's your wife? Mm. And how do I know that you haven't, what's what I'm looking for, you know, essentially forced her Mm. into agreeing to this? Mm. Mm. And how do I know that she doesn't actually prefer to run your ass herself? Mm. And I finally told him, I said, listen, I'm happy to train your wife. I am perfectly happy to train your wife to run your ass. Mm. But I, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. This this is impinging on my integrity. Mm, mm. And I think poly also is, it, it's different to open. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's different yeah. to an open relationship. Absolutely. So because essentially, you know, with poly relationships, there's all, it, and that's exactly it. It's a relationship. It's a, you know, you, you forge a relationship with other people. 
And that it might not just be about sex. It might be you have sex once a month with that person and you have lovely dinners and you might go for walks or they might be interested in, you know, the same music that you are. So there's a whole, you know, many different areas that will meet a poly lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I feel like we kind of covered how those work differently. But but just to reiterate, communication, again, Mm -hmm. as always, is key here. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, if you could be trying to do any of those three, cuckolding, swinging, or poly, and if you're not communicating adequately with your partners, you stray into the cheating thing. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. because what it all comes down to is what is your dynamic? Mm. What have you agreed on with your partner? What have you negotiated? What are each other's hard limits? Mm. And are you being true to the agreement that you've made and the dynamic that you have designed? Mm. I agree. And, and I, I think, you know, cheating, boo, hiss, which we, we just don't like it. Like, no, no nobody likes it. I mean, look, there are some people, it's a fetish. It is a fetish. Yeah, but you know, it's 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 about being dishonest to your partner. That's right. And that's where I have the problem. Mm, okay? Mm. What you do, who you sleep with, how you do it, that is your business. Mm. But if you are dishonest with your partner, mm. I'm not going to get involved with you because you're going to do the same thing to me. Absolutely. 100% agree. So, yeah, so cheating, boo, hiss, we don't like it at all. Like, really, piss off. Yeah. I'm not interested. Yeah. Cuckolding, oh... Yeah, oh, we like that one. Yeah, we like that one. Swinging, you know, it's it's a it's a hard choice as to whether I really like it or I really don't like it. Because I really love the voyeurism of swinging. Oh, I do too. I just sit there and watch people fuck and just can't wipe the smile off my face because I just love watching people fuck. Oh, and if I can point my scepter and say, now do this, <laughs> that's amazing. That makes it even Life better. Porn. Life well, porn. Yeah, so I did I did take a submissive to a swingers party and, and made her do all sorts of lovely things to people and made people do all sorts of lovely things to her, and that was the best fun ever. And it took her like two weeks to recover, which was <laughs> really good. <laughs> really good. So, yeah, love the voyeurism of it. But as a dominant, not really into swinging anymore. Uh, Polly, absolutely. Like, I think I think that's something that I really want to train myself more about. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. definitely. And I think that for me, there is, there is room to grow that. Absolutely, yeah. And again, living in a leather household, mm. having another dominant there who I am not involved with, mm. but where our submissives... You know, we kind of both, uh, we don't tell each other submissives what to do, but but we are accepting that if one of us isn't there, that the other submissives may be directed in a non-sexual mm. manner yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And for me, that's, you know, I think that that op- offers opportunities in the future to grow a pretty large, you know, poly household or, or leather mm. household mm. With, with poly aspects. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I am open to what the future may hold. Mm. So if you're into cuckolding or poly, you know <laughs> where to reach us. If you're a cheater, just don't even open that email up. Yeah, don't. Don't. Just don't. Mm. But as usual, we've had a great time talking. You know where to reach us. We've got an email address, a Instagram page, and we are on FetLife. And all that information is in the show notes. Mm. So for now, stay kinky. Bye. Bye.
So we'd like to thank you for joining us for our Kinky Conversations today. And we'd like to start by thanking all of our Kinky supporters. Classic Ties, held at the club on Tuesdays at 7pm. Southeast Bush Bunnies, for when you just need to be naked in nature and all tied up. JS Alternative Photography, Lux Latex and Leather Polish and Care, and the club, Melbourne's only dedicated kink venue. For further information on these businesses, please visit our show notes.